Welcome to a Tuesday, March 13th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We'll talk about a film we haven't heard really anything on in about two years, and that was Booster Gold. Greg Berlanti says that the Booster Gold film is still in development. He talked with the rap promoting his new film and was asked about that, of course, and he said they, they have turned in a draft of the script that he, he likes, but uh, they're still waiting on DC sort of figuring out what changes to be na- need to be made to the script. And sort of how it can how it can fit with all of their various different films and development. So I know we haven't heard anything about this in a long time. I don't think this is necessarily anywhere close to production, but it's it's not one hundred percent dead. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it is. It's nice to know that it's not one hundred percent dead. I think this could be a really fun kind of goofy film that doesn't need to be tightly connected, if at all, to the other DC films. I would. I would much rather see this than a Lobo film. And I think they kind of fill a similar niche of just being like fun, not really super serious movies. But of course, Lobo is probably going to be like a hard R crazy movie, whereas Booster Gold does not need to be that. But uh, of the two, I'm looking forward to this one more. Yeah, there, there's there, I think there's really a lot of good points there that it is. This would be a PG-13, whereas Lobo and also Lobo also has the alien aspects. But Booster Gold, you can bring in the the time travel stuff. So I think you can have a lot of fun with that too. Um, yeah, I don't know how close this is. I'm not, I'm not opposed to a booster gold film, especially if it, if it is a team up with blue beetle. So we get yeah. to see Jaime Reyes in action. I think that would be pretty cool too. Um, but I, I don't know how, how close this is to being done. <laughs> Craig Berlanti has a lot on his plate. He does, he's got, um, he's got 10 TV shows that he produces on air currently. And he also is directing a film that comes out, this week uh and that's actually getting really good reviews love simon and berlanti said he would be interested he's always said he would be interested in directing booster gold and if that were the case i think with the success of this film um i think that's a better possibility yeah i'd love to see him take a shot at directing it as well just because everything that he has been able to do with the tv shows i think he can He's proven that he can manage some pretty big productions and a lot of big productions at the same time. So I think giving him a shot at a film would be pretty cool too. Yeah, I know, and I know there's some like a small group of anti-Berlanti people just because they don't like the TV shows or or whatever. And I would say the TV shows are strongest at the beginning, in which is he has the most work in. From what I can tell, he has a lot of work in the development and everything like that. And then he goes on and gets another show going and. Um, Sometimes those shows lose their way a little bit, but I think he's he's proven, um, very proven, and I, I like what he's done with the characters. Yeah. Next up, we have a little bit more casting news about Teen Titans Go to the Movies from USA Today. Nicolas Cage is going to voice Superman in the film. Uh, and so there's, there's another celebrity, but there's more celebrity cameos expected to be announced, but he is... We were wondering yesterday about who was going to be Superman because we saw him in the in the picture, and it turns out it's Nicolas Cage. I was not expecting this at all. It was it was uh, totally goofy to see, but I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, a fun choice. If you don't know, Cage was attached to Tim Burton's Superman Lives back in the nineties. He was he was going to play Superman. He used to own Action Comics number one. He's a huge Superman fan. He named his son Kal El. So uh, it's pretty goofy. I don't know even know what Nicolas Cage has been up to for the last 10 years or so, but I thought that was a pretty funny name and a, a cool choice for a goofy Teen Titans Go movie. I think that that fits right in with uh, with who you would want to be Superman in Teen Titans Go to the movies. Yeah, I, I haven't really been keeping track of Nicolas Cage's career 
recently, but of all the things that I've seen him maybe be doing or whatnot, this seems like the least crazy thing that he's done in the past few years or so. So I'm happy that he's going to be voicing Superman. It's not a big role. It's a cameo, but it's just cool. And he is obviously a very big Superman fan. So that's awesome as well. Yeah, this also gives me a little bit of hopes, and I'm sure it'll be like a small role. Maybe he'll have a, a couple lines, uh, but this also kind of gives me hope that maybe Michael Jelinek, the screenwriter of Batman vs. Two-Face, talked about how he pitched d- adapting Superman Lives into an animated film. Yeah. I think in, with Nicolas Cage, I think that would be really cool. That would, it's definitely something I would watch and want to see an animated film that Superman Lives. I I don't, I don't necessarily want to see Nicolas Cage as a live-action Superman, but him voicing it, I think that would be really weird and interesting to see. Yeah, you could probably draw that suit pretty well. Yeah. That, it, would, it would look cool in animation. Lives. Get those Tim Burton designs out there. Yeah, <laughs> that would look wacky. Yeah. Uh, we have a Twitter question from at BobbyClaus1. Will Arthur and Orm relationship be like Thor and Loki in Aquaman? So do you think the, the brotherly relationship will be pretty similar there to what we've seen from Thor and Loki? Uh, not really. I don't think so. I, I still think it's going to be like very ideologically different. Like I think they're, I think Loki is more okay with being a bad character, like a bad guy and knowing what he's doing is wrong. I I think Orm is going to see himself as doing everything right. And like, not that anything he's doing is wrong and that basically Arthur and Orm are sort of going towards the same goal, but going about it in different ways. And so I think that their relationship will be different that way. That's a really good point. I think big picture wise, there there are obviously some similarities. It's and it's not just Thor and Loki, Arthur and Orm. That's sort of something that's very common whenever there's a crown to fight for. Yeah, um, there there's always seems to be sibling rivalries that that come up or some sort of family troubles. Uh, and I think I like what you said there. I think Loki, and I'm not a Loki expert in the the MCU or in the comics, um, but he's he's not really fighting for the people of Asgard. He, he's fighting for Loki, yeah. whereas Orm, I think, will be similar. Like we talked about with Zod, how he was fighting for, for the people of Krypton. I think Orm will be fighting for the people, you know, in his own twisted way. He thinks he's doing what is best for the Atlanteans, and I think that will be a lot different. And there's, I think the relationship between the two will obviously be much different. Thor and Loki grew up together uh, and were raised together, whereas Arthur and Orm, I, I don't know if they've they probably haven't met at the time Aquaman starts or, or maybe they have, and they're just aware of each other, but they haven't formally been introduced. So I think that will have a, I think the, there's definitely obviously some big picture similarities there, but I think in practice it'll be executed much differently. Yeah. Well, that is all we have for today. Justice league and Lego DC comic superhero of the flash released today physically. So if you want those on justice leagues on 4k and then both of them are on blu-ray and DVD, you can go and get those. 